Hey, this is Jake with Mishmash, and while Shayna is still out on parental leave this summer, I thought it would be great to bring you what I think is a pretty important conversation that I had this week. Uh, nationwide protests against police brutality and structural racism, they've sparked a lot of interest in holding law enforcement agencies accountable. An investigative reporter, Andrew Ford, recently wrote a piece for ProPublica, which offers members of the public five tips on how they can investigate police activity in their own community. And he spoke with me this week and he told me that the citizens have many tools that they can use to get information from law enforcement. And he explained not only why it's important to get that information, but also how you can use that information to enact actual change. So here is my conversation with investigative reporter Andrew Ford. My approach to covering police and investigating police accountability is really similar to techniques that a citizen could use to explore just about any government agency. And I would encourage them to do so. You know, we're all paying for this thing. It's tremendously expensive. So we have an interest in knowing if it's serving us well. Five easy steps. Uh, The first thing would be to understand the policies and laws that uh, govern police conduct. Um, You want to know what's in bounds and what isn't. And uh, to consider also that the rules as they're written may not be in line with best practices that are followed elsewhere they may be out of date. Step two, uh, know that you're entitled to public records that can show whether the rules are being followed. Again, this would apply to any government agency you might be interested in. And the pursuit of public records is a cornerstone of my work as a reporter. The government has tons and tons of documents that, the, that citizens are entitled to, and you should go get them. Just before our call here, I was looking up um, Michigan's Freedom of Information Act, and like a number of states, it uh, begins with a presumption that all records are covered by the Freedom of Information Act. Everything should be public except with certain exceptions, and those can be hotly debated, but it it begins with this presumption of openness, and I I would encourage citizens to, to make good use of that, especially at the local level. There is a good chance Um, that you might be the first person to gather up a trove of records and analyze them. Step three, you should identify the players in charge and engage with them. Um, Basically, you want to know who is responsible for the issue that you're concerned with. Make sure you're questioning the right person. A police chief might be bound by rules that are set at the county or state level. If that's the case, you may want to contact those higher authorities. Step four, you're going to present your findings to them in a fair and persuasive manner. That's kind of Journalism 101, um, you got to be thorough in your presentation. you got to show the harm done by the problem you're concerned about, you know, both on the, a small, intimate, personal scale, as well as on the larger scale, try and capture the, the totality of the problem. Understanding counterpoints to the issue that you're concerned with is really important to help you ask more focused questions. And lastly, um, you're going to have to follow up follow up relentlessly until change is made. It's rare that change happens after a single news story or um, after a single phone call from a concerned citizen. You're probably going to have to repeat yourself. You'll probably have to follow up, and, you know, as every good reporter does. So one thing that you kind of touched on on that last uh, answer there, the last uh, bullet point there, is about change and enacting change. 
I don't know if members of the public are thinking about these processes of getting information from police as maybe a really powerful tool to do that. Uh, talk a little bit about that. Just the the power of information that the public is entitled to uh, making a difference in, in these kinds of situations. Yeah, absolutely. Like I was saying, the government has tons and tons of records that the public is entitled to access. All government agencies have tons of documents that, that you can get access to. Police departments especially are big on writing reports. Um, they you know, keep track of the activities of individual officers who are out on the road in things called um, computer-assisted dispatch reports. Those may go by a different name in your town. Um, but there, there are lots of records generated by police activities that you can get access to to understand what they're doing. It is not super common for folks to do this, so you may be the first person to go out and round up all the reports on uses of force in your town for a period of time uh, to look for trends in them. You may be the first person bringing this to the attention of uh, law enforcement leaders, and um, that exchange can be really powerful. So let's talk just briefly about the impetus of writing this piece for ProPublica. Obviously, we're seeing a lot in the media uh, related to police activity about escalation and and, and so forth uh, and holding officers accountable and entire departments accountable, even the entire system. What was the process for you in terms of making this decision that you thought that this is information that people really need right now? Yeah, so I've been writing about police accountability issues for years uh, in New Jersey. Uh, reporting has spurred a number of reforms. And so we saw all these protests following the death of George Floyd. We wanted to offer our best insights for how someone who's feeling fired up about these policing issues can learn more about their local department wherever they are in the country. Andrew Ford is an investigative reporter who wrote a piece in ProPublica titled, Here Are Five Ways You Can Start Holding Your Department Accountable. Really appreciate Andrew Ford speaking with me this week and sharing those tips. And I'll have some more for you while we are sort of on break with Mishmash through this summer. And we will be back with full episodes in just a few weeks. Thanks so much.